Happy Friday, everybody. Right now, we are so freaking pumped because Farai is back from Zimbabwe and he got the new studio working. I feel like we should show, like Farai should come make a appearance right? real quick. I mean, because it fell apart the last time I the was The last here. time you instigated it. Yeah, like I was the bad luck. Yes. And then... And then you went to Hawaii. And I came back and boom. Like working. we spent an hour and a half here last time. Yeah. And nothing. And now you're back, Farai's back, and Farai got the studio to work. Man, praise the Lord. If anybody needs any video work done, you call Farai. Because Farai is the man. But... Welcome to the How I Built It show here at the Lister Pro Studio in Tempe, Arizona. Um, today we have Bryson Taggart with us. Bryson Taggart is a young entrepreneur, hustler, and very creative individual. Um, but if you're not subscribed to our Apple podcast, I, I don't even know what to tell you anymore. Because now we're on Apple. We're getting everything on YouTube. That's the next project for Fry because Fry's back in town. I told Fry, <laughs> it's like one day I'm just going to hire you full time. Um, but thank you for tuning in. My name is Andrew Agostiniak. Um, we want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Empire West Title, Seth Banda. Then Insurance Professionals of Arizona, my man Abe Bodden over there. If you need any quotes on car, rental homes, whatever you want. I don't know. What's some, your dog? What do you, what do you, what's a weird Pet thing? Insurance. Pet insurance. Yeah, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but make sure to reach out to Abe because he's the man. And then last but not least, Platinum Home Warranty. Yvonne Hunter is the rep over there. If you need a home warranty or if your home warranty sucks or if your home warranty rep sucks, <laughs> call Yvonne. She'll pick up the phone. And like summer's coming. And so it's really important to have that done. Yes. Because uh, if your AC system goes out, yeah, that's a lot of money down the drain. And if anybody else would like to sponsor, I have w- room for one more sponsor for the show. So you get more than just your name and a pretty shout out. But yeah, let me know if you or your company want to sponsor for that last spot. But um, and then quick, quick shout out to Lister Pro Studio here in Tempe, Arizona for any media um, stuff that you need. Photography, media, uh, videography for your business, wedding. I don't <laughs> even know. <laughs> Quinceanera. I'm sure Farai, Farai, you'll do Kinsira. Yeah, he said, yeah, he said, yeah. So you, you get Farai, you call the Spro Studio, they'll, they'll hook it up. Well, if you've got money, he'll take it. Exactly. Um, before we get started on the show, how was Hawaii? Oh, man, unreal. Unreal. It doesn't, the sad part is, is we've been back for almost two weeks now, and it feels like a dream. It feels like we didn't even go. Yeah. And so. Good food. Oh, the food's amazing. Did you have katsu chicken? Every day. Direct from Hawaii. Every day. The key to katsu chicken is the katsu sauce. And I've never had anything like it. And you know what? Everyone was like, oh, it's so expensive and you're never... uh." If you do a little bit of research and kind of look around, we found great... I mean, it was the same price (laughs) as it would be here. Yeah. So, I mean, it really didn't break the bank. Can you tell everybody the story about how you... um, emotionally reacted to the front desk girl the night you arrived. Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> when we booked our room, we booked actually our trip through Costco, and so it was really great. We got a killer deal, and uh, we paid like an extra, I don't know, 100 bucks or so just to have what's called the Ocean View room. And, uh, you know, we got in. Our flight was delayed like three hours getting to Hawaii, so by the time we got to our room, it was like 9 p.m. in Hawaii. And um, so, you know, you couldn't really see anything, and uh, she drew... We went to check in. She drew on the map um, where we go from the office to our room because we were at like a resort where there are townhomes, villas. Yeah. And um, 
there was five buildings between us and the ocean. And so I looked at her and I was like, on uh, the map, but it's the map. dark, it's dark, it's dark. I can't okay. see. And I've only been in the checkout check-in room. Yeah. And I look at her and I'm like, uh, we paid for an ocean view room. <laughs> and she, she just looks back at me and she's like, I know. And I was like, but how are we going to see it with all these buildings in the way? <laughs> and, uh, she's like, just, you'll see in the morning. And we go to our room and we quickly realize, and especially more when we wake up the next morning, the the villas go on a on a hill. Yeah. And ours is at the very top of the hill. Therefore, you see over. We have the best view of the ocean. Yes. And so, in fact, if you go on my Facebook, it's like, I don't know, six or seven things down and you'll see it's, uh, it's pretty hilarious. Did you apologize? Check out. Same lady was there. And I was like, hey there. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I owe you an apology. And she goes, I'm going to tell you the truth. I've never been in any of the rooms. I don't know. <laughs> She's just, uh, yeah, yeah she see. doesn't care. You'll see in the morning if you complain, we'll move you. Yeah, the spirit way. of aloha. But great time. You oh, look tan. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a thing where we really want to make it a yearly trip, especially I can't stress enough how killer the deal was that we got. 2500 bucks. 2500 bucks, flights, room, uh, six days, um, and a car while we were there the whole time. Wow. Wow. If you guys want to know how you got that, how to get that deal, direct message Bryson right away. Twenty five hundred dollars for him and his wife in Hawaii, pretty much everything but food. Yeah, that's unreal. That's unreal. Let's yeah. get to the content of the show. So, all right, Bryson Taggart, young entrepreneur, very creative individual, um, has been in real estate for th- almost three years. Now. Almost three. Yeah, almost mm-hmm. three years. Um, in his second year, was top forty under forty. Mm-hmm. Right. First year? It was mm-hmm. first year? Mm-hmm. First I mean, year. not to brag. <laughs> <laughs> first year was top 40 under 40. Um, and, and Bryson has, you, you, if you guys have listened to me before, I'm very, I'm very much a believer of simple is effective. And I don't spend money on lead generation. I don't spend yeah. money on all that junk. I'm very old school in the sense um, you know, with my modern twist of social media and all that right. good stuff, but I'm very big on relationships. I'm very big on, at the end of the day, relationships, customer service, all that stuff matters. There's so many companies who spend billions of dollars on on bringing people in the door with the thought of for every, you know, they're gonna bring 10,000 people in the door. Yeah, 2,500 might hate them because their customer service sucks, but okay. 75% of them will just use them because they're mediocre. And, and to me, that drives me crazy. I'm very big on on the relationship, the the interaction, um, being being a concierge, trying to trying to steer business to to other friends, not steer, but you know, network with people right. and refer people. That's my business. Um, and quick shout out to our team, uh, to me and Mark and and Rhea and Theo. Uh, this month, uh, Mark and I, uh, we're gonna finish just over six mil. Wow. So our branch will probably close about eight point five. And we just had a killer month. So everybody, shout out to our branch. Um, you guys are awesome. You guys dominated. It's been a, a stressful month, but we, but we we might have broken one of our all time records for awesome. as a group. Um, but yeah, so shout out to the branch. But um, I'm a big believer in that, and so are you. And that's kind of why we've, you know, from the minute we had that jump juice together, mm-hmm. from the minute we we looked in each other's eyes, <laughs> we connected because we have a very a very similar business model. Yeah. But you, you even took it to an, to another level when I initially met you, and you were big on on personalities mm-hmm. and color code and all that stuff. But before we get to that, paint the picture for you know 
where you come from, like the night you were born. Oh, um, <laughs> it was a very cold winter day in Idaho Falls, Idaho. Idaho Falls. Yeah, November 6th, 1988, 8.30 a.m. Wow. Um, yeah. Do you really know the time? Something like that. Wow. Yeah. Your mom's watching. Yeah, I... <laughs> I only know that because we couldn't find my birth certificate forever. Okay. And then we found it. Is your name really Bryson? Absolutely. Are you sure you weren't just another child? Like, <laughs> well, if you, if you look at my, okay, this is kind of weird. Um, but you know that new Snapchat app where you can like, or uh, filter where you see the opposite gender? Yes. Great app. Okay. They did that on my mom and it looks just like me. No way. Identical from here. Chris Taggart, uh, send me that picture right now. Yeah. It's really funny. And so you can definitely tell. I that from my app, parents. that app where you take your face and see how you look at female, I guarantee that's like motivating those people on the fence of getting gender reconstructive surgery. They're like, yes, they <laughs> look, they look at themselves as a, or the guy looks at, Oh man, I am a hot woman. I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. If they look good, if they look good, <laughs> or it it's either the yeah. complete opposite. Mm -hmm. All right. So Idaho falls, yep. you're born. Born there, moved to Arizona when I was five. Are you the old, young, middle, middle? middle? You okay. can definitely tell I love attention. Okay. Always talk. Okay. Um, and there's a couple, there's a distance between us. There's six years between me and my sister. She's the oldest. And then okay. four between me and my brother. Man. He's the youngest. Your parents are really having, spaced it out. spacing it out good. Yeah. It was awesome. But that shows that the fire is always lit with them. Mm-hmm. It's never Amen. burnt out. Amen. Gosh, they've been together too long. Um, and then... Uh, how does how did your dad get all those children with playing golf 300 days a year? He didn't that's, play golf oh. until much later. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's a newer thing. Yeah. Um, so went to high school here, graduated. Um, I actually, um, and while I was in high school, I worked a lot. And that was huge for me. Um, I had a job from the minute I was 16. Uh, on my 16th birthday, I had a interview at Red Robin, first place I worked yeah. as a busser. Um, and so I worked there for two years and then, um, I've worked at restaurants for 10 years. And then when I was about 20, I was 19 still, but just about 20, I actually went on a uh, two year mission for my church. Okay. So combined the mission with 10 years in the restaurant industry, you really have to learn how to read people like that. Cause I want tips, you know, when I was <laughs> serving, I didn't do it for fun. You know, yeah. it's, it's a terrible job. I hated it. I believe everybody should work in the restaurant industry. Oh, yeah. actually uh, I'll, I'll rephrase that. I believe the most successful people have come from the restaurant industry. Cause I mean, you really have to learn extremely quickly how to read people, multitask, remember things. And I mean, it's just, it's a, a lot harder than people think. Yeah. And so to be able to do it and do it successfully really says a lot about a person, I think. Yeah. Mix that with a mission. Mm -hmm. Like you are, you've learned so much about how to interact with people constantly that you right. don't know and they're talking to. Right. So you do your mission, you're working at Red Robin to you. How, like, so what happened there? Did you bus it? Did you go to waitering? Like how that, uh, my first two years I was a busser and then I went to be a server actually. Um, I think the first place I had a serving job was at BJ's over on superstition. Okay. Um, and then uh, mission came they have, back. They have smiley fries. Kids love them. Kid, my wife likes them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think they're disgusting, <laughs> but. Agreed. That's fine. Um, nice molded mush potatoes. Yeah, it's, it's really gross. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry. Sorry, Britt. And then, uh, yeah, I worked at uh, Texas Roadhouse. I was actually. Tyler, Tyler Clausen in the house. Oh, what up, Tyler? Um, I was actually a bartender 
at Texas Roadhouse. Question. Mm-hmm. You're not a drinker. No. How is it being a bartender not a drinker? Managers loved it. Really? Because well, I would never drink it. You know, I would never drink but you their knew, product. you knew how to make all the drinks mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I mean, all you got to do is learn it. Yeah. Measure, pour. Yeah. Have you ever seen the video for the drinkers out here? Have you ever seen the video of the, you know, the beer glasses that go here and then they get wider at the top? Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. bigger glasses, mm-hmm. whatever the, those are called. If Theo is watching, she'll probably answer me. But you ever seen the uh, the bartender on on uh, social media? They did uh, like a little trick to know how much you're getting. So the bartender fills the glass up to like two inches below, or maybe like an inch below the top, mm-hmm. flips it over and shows how much drink that bartender shorted the person because that beer glass is wider at the top. Right. So one inch is actually like a ton and it's, it was actually less than what goes in a pint glass. I believe that. Did you ever do that? No. That a boy. No, no. I actually didn't even know that people did that, but knowing the shape of the, I mean, one restaurant I worked at, they had glasses like that. Yeah. But Texas Roadhouse doesn't. Okay. Yeah. Good for, they good put for that in the, the Duke the is Duke. what it's called. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So then what? Uh, realtor. Real. Oh, I was in college. I went to school for four years. I was actually going to be a social studies teacher. Learned nothing. Yeah. I literally, I, I learned how to interact with children, which is something I'm not naturally gifted at. At college. Mm-hmm. How come? Um, because I took a bunch of classes on child psychology because Ooh. I was going to be an educator. Okay. So you had, that was part of the required curriculum. Um, and, um, learning about how to connect with kids at different ages. You know, and kids four and under are the things they register the most with is colors. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you ask a kid what their favorite color is, they're more likely to respond to you than saying like, hey, how's your day? What do you do? And they don't know that. They don't Interesting. care. Um, and so just things like that, um, which has was really helpful um, as a server. Yeah. Because parents tip on how happy their kids are, I feel. Mm. And also, um, as a realtor, um, not only do people want to feel that they're valued and their opinions, but that their kids are uh, valued. I think that's really important. If you're in... If you're listening and you're an entrepreneur in any way, shape, or form, any way, shape, form, or form, right? mm-hmm. yeah. Did I say that something right? like that. Like you're you're going three steps further than what most people would just analyze on the surface level. You know, like right. that's 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 why in a year, two years, three years now, like you're killing it. You're mm-hmm. doing you're you're top one percent in real estate agents. And that's how, like, if I were, that's why I I encourage everybody who's in business or in life, like, Mm -hmm. look three steps down the road of the situation. Yeah. Like, just just the fact that you're like, people tip on how happy their kids are. Yeah. And why? Because how happy their kids are are probably how happy the parents are at dinner, not stressed out that their kid is freaking running wild or anything like that. And, and just thinking along the lines of like, okay, kids think color, color, you know, it's, it's way more than anybody would ever think yeah. to get business or get tips or anything like that. So, well, and here's the thing to look at with everything. This goes for, you know, in the time in the restaurant business, what I do now, and really this complies to any business because I'm huge on this when I am a consumer is I love experiences. I, that's what I want. I ordered my tuft the needle bed because when I cut the box open and rip the plastic, the bed expands and I freaking love that. It's an experience. I got to do it, right? Yeah. And so as an agent, as a realtor, I have to create experiences. And that experience involves the children a lot. Yeah. You know, because it's like you said, the parents gonna, you know, tip 
on if they're happy or not. Well, okay, the parent is not going to probably be happy if their kid is crying, screaming, running around. And so something an entrepreneur has to learn, you have to learn this or else you won't be successful, in my opinion, is how to walk into a situation, learn how to read it really quickly, and then try to, I don't like to use the word control, I would say manage. Yeah. Because people are still in charge. I mean, as an as a realtor, my client is the boss. If they want to do something, I give them my opinion. If they don't care, I have to do what they want. Yeah, they're the boss, and so. But you really have to learn how to manage situations, um, because you're the one in the driver's seat of this experience. Yeah, and so it's so important to learn that really quickly. So let's talk about the later years of of serving and how this mm-hmm. kind of rolls into to real estate <laughs> yeah so like what ended, what ended up happen, happening you get married yeah i got uh me and my wife got married uh, it'll be You're four done years. talk touching cash every day yeah oh disgusting and also i just i only wore like, the same outfit every day because i would just work i mean didn't you hate the smell in your hands oh everywhere you couldn't get rid of it the grimy yeah smell and like um i uh something that i feel like i was blessed with it was kind of a hard thing at the time was I worked 40 hours a week in college. Yeah. You know, I wasn't working just 20 and like trying to do a bunch of homework. I really, really had to manage my time. Yeah. And like, I still loved TV shows. I still loved going to the gym. I still, I was dating, you know, you have to manage your time really well. And so, um, were you bartending when Lauren, when you were dating Lauren? Yeah. Would Lauren come into the to Red Robin and be like, hey, Bryson? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, at the time I met Lauren, I was working. I was at school in Rexburg, Idaho. There's okay. only one restaurant. You have to say that because, you know, I was working at Applebee's. Okay. There's Rex- one restaurant. One restaurant. That's a sit-down night. Like, And so you were the popular bartender. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, in Rexburg, if you want, like, your steak dinner, you yep. go to Applebee's. That's, like, the classy place. Nice. And so, yeah, I, uh, I was bartender there. Um, and... Yeah, Lauren would come. Uh, so we, she sometimes would, sometimes wouldn't because it depended on who was manager. She wasn't old enough to sit at the bar <laughs> when we started dating. And so, um, but I can't, I can't she remember sat, that. She sat alone at a table and then she told the server, that's my boyfriend. Yeah, I mean, I was looking good. I saw, yeah. I saw. And you're getting back there. You're getting back. The Bryson, tan helps. Bryson used to be ripped. Julie Montgomery is watching. Julie. She said, but the TRH days were, were awesome. Oh yeah. Okay. So let's get there. Let's get there. Mm -hmm. Let's get there. So then you moved to Arizona. Yep. Um, and I actually worked at Texas Roadhouse before Applebee's. Oh. And so, but when I moved back to Arizona, um, I worked at Roadhouse for, I don't know, six months or so, uh, before I went full-time real estate. And so, um, and that was really tough because I knew that I was coming to the end and I hated it. I was done hated which one serving after 10 years i was like checked out yeah done 10 years is a long time to be serving because that's just constant every day just serving people new people i mean we serve people right but that's tons of people on a daily basis generally speaking people tend to treat their realtor with more respect than their server yes so um no and then um i got into real estate uh it's actually something that everyone in my family kind of did. And so for, that's why I went to college and did a bunch of things because I was trying to not get into the family business. And then um, I got into real estate. I was working at uh, Remax for my first few months and I really didn't like it. It didn't have as much to do with Remax as it did with um, most of the brokerage, most of the people there 
were a lot older than me. Okay. And so the training that I needed and the business that I wanted to run didn't jive well. Yeah. You know, I, um, I remember going to a social media class about Snapchat and being like, I've been using this for five years. I don't, <laughs> I don't need this class. And these people, these people are like, yeah, how they're, do you, they, they're doing this look right here. Yeah. They're like, and this filter makes me a dog, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And sorry, I'm like, you know, you're not trying to be rude, but it's just, it's a different generation yeah, yeah. and it, I didn't jive with it. Okay. Um, you got it. You got to know your truth. Exactly. And if you don't fit in, you won't succeed. Yep. It, it really, if you feel like you're changing who you are, you won't be successful. There you go. It won't be real. And I wasn't myself in that situation. And so I left. That, that, that's a big statement right there. If you are changed, would, would you say if you're changed? If you're not yourself. If you're not yourself, you won't be successful. Yeah. Too many people get away from that. Yep. Too many. Yep. I mean, hmm, I have to be really careful what I say. I've seen a lot of people, whether it be uh, realtors or other people in other businesses, mm -hmm. who post things on social media that I know is so not real and not who they are, and it shows a lot. Okay, okay. A great example of this, um, if any of you know Russell Shaw, that guy is, you know, the exact opposite of PR. He's super yeah. vulgar. He says a lot of things, but you know what? He kills it because he's himself. He's himself. And there's a demographic that loves him. Yep. And they will go to him every time. And so if you are yourself, I really believe that brings more success than trying to change who you think people want you to be. Yep. Because I can see it. It's super fake and it like that. Enter politics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we will not We will re track that, that statement yeah. but but that's that's the truth in politics too absolutely it, it happens all the time people people put on this persona people put it on this and, and you can tell i mean you can tell it from it's like when you when you get texts and calls from lenders who are like hey do you have any prequels for me to do like it's it's be yourself man yeah when lender by the way any lender who's listening don't like say Hey, do you have any clients I could prequal? First of all, do you think I just have them sitting in my pocket <laughs> waiting? Like, oh gosh, well, let me see. No, because if I'm working with someone, we're already moving. Yeah. You know, so that's a horrible tactic. Um, but anyways, that's a side note. That's, we'll, we'll cut that. Yeah. Fry, we're going to cut that so I can post it. So you can Please. post on yours. Because then yeah. you won't, you'll stop getting calls. I hope so. I hope. All right. So, okay. You remember the last day that you were a server? Yeah. Yep. Um, my last day I was... <laughs> 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 this one guy was like, um, this is wrong. And if you don't fix it, you're not going to get a tip. And I said, it's my last day and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, but I would be more than happy to get this fixed for you so you can leave here happy You said today. that. Absolutely, I did. Oh, I love you. And then he left me $10 on 10 $10 on 10 Yeah. His stupid burger was... I forgot. There was some sort of charge that he didn't think he should have had. Mm -hmm. It was like a dollar fifty, and um, I, I I don't remember. It's been too long. But when I was a server at the Vine, mm -hmm. uh, I was 19, 18, I remember this one time where this guy was like, "Um, sir, there's a fly in my water," and I was like, "Bro, that is a lemon seed." <laughs> Oh, people are so... And you know, they act like I put the fly in there. Like, yeah. I was like... Yeah. Oh, there's no love. I mean, it's just... Anyways, it's it's over. It was so, great. last day, 
then then what happened? Real estate full force. And then I went real estate full force. It kind of, um, you know, I, I tried for a little bit, but I was having trouble because I didn't feel like I, I was at the right place. Yeah. And so to make ends meet, I actually ended up getting a pizza delivery job yes. for uh, about three or four months. Yes. Um, and that was awesome. And if anyone is getting started in real estate and needs income, Ooh. it's a really good idea because uh, you can still answer your phone. You know, and that's huge in this business. Very I was out delivering pizza. Someone called, needs a contract, pull over. I have my laptop, hotspot. I just get it done. Show up a few minutes late, but you know. That's a very interesting perspective. I feel like a lot of people who are struggling, you mm-hmm. know, four months in, five months in, they might they might lose hope yeah. and kind of give up and go get a normal normal job, yeah. a nine to five job, which makes it tough to be. You're, you're, most of the time, your real estate business will kind of dissipate unless you get that that hustler mentality. But finding a job that you can be doing your business while you're delivering stuff. Ubering, I don't even know. Yeah. Uber, Uber might even be a Uber good Uber Eats is great. I mean, this is also something I will say. I get emails like this or Facebook messages all the time. If you do not... Do you get Facebook messages all the time? All the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> if you... Um, with the questions like this. Okay. Um, I want to do real estate, but I want to do it part-time. Is it worth it? Okay, listen. Right now, everybody focus. The answer to that question is, I don't think so. Let me tell you why. There's two reasons. If you put in part-time work, you're not going to get a part-time return. You're going to get a like no-time return. And also, you're going. I say this very delicately. Yeah. You're going to be doing a disservice to your potential clients. Ooh. Because your clients deserve someone who is a full-time, knows what they're doing, knows the ins and out of this business, realtor. Um, it's the biggest transaction of their life, typically, you know, unless they like buy an island, which very few of my clients have ever bought an island. Um, you know, uh, this hold is on, hold on. This is really important, real quick. Okay. Um, my wife has a question for me. Yes, I did take the ketchup with me to work. <laughs> I brought leftovers, and I have the ketchup. Proceed. <laughs> and so, uh, I'm grateful that was answered. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's really kind of all I wanted to say is just that. Um, I really think people deserve someone who's not a part-time agent. Okay. Well, all right. Question. Yeah. Go, go with your gut. Go with your head. Gut. Well, how come? I have a philosophy and it's, it's a little religious, but I'll try to kind of tone it down. That's okay. Um, Be true to yourself. Yeah. Is that I believe that, um, sometimes your thoughts and feelings are stronger than what you can see in here. And so, I think that also goes a lot with reading people because people might even give you little cues of how they're really feeling, mm-hmm. even though they're saying something different. Mm-hmm. Um, so trust your gut. You'll, you're normally right. When you feel like something's wrong, something probably G- is. Give us an example. Okay, so that goes to the personality talk. Yeah. And if you're, if, you're, if you're just tuning in, this is Bryson Taggart. Um, he's a very uh, successful young entrepreneur, real estate agent. Um, and we're talking, we're, we're getting into personalities and, and personalities in business. We, t- we touched a little bit earlier on um, recognizing um, children, mm-hmm. the importance of recognizing children, what children are, uh, are, are paying attention to because that affects how your, the parents' emotions are. We're talking about that mm-hmm. in sales and in, in, in uh, being a waiter and getting, getting the maximum tip. And if you haven't subscribed, make sure to subscribe to our uh, podcast on Apple phones. By the way, side note, 
do it, please. <laughs> um, but that's where we're, we're about to kind of get into personalities. So, yeah. so we're talking about personality. So give us an example of, of a situation where somebody may be saying something, but you're, you're, you're paying attention. And then let's get into like color code stuff. Okay. Um, I had a client that is actually no longer a client. Um, and a lot of this stuff was out of my control. Um, they were saying to me, we were in the middle of a transaction, mm -hmm. and they were saying to me, um, oh, I, I want to get this and this looked at. And um, they were being really passive about it. But their tone of voice set off a red flag in my head. Mm -hmm. And I was, it was on the phone, so you know, I can't read their expressions. And um, they weren't saying anything that should have been alarming, um, but I felt really weird about it right away. Like you knew deep down in your gut that they weren't telling me what they were actually thinking. Okay. Um, but how does somebody who has no clue, somebody who's watching right now, who has no ability to recognize that, or maybe not know that yet, how yeah. do they know that? How does somebody recognize that? I mean, I guess for me, it's, it sounds kind of stupid, but it's just kind of, I don't know, maybe it's like a, a gift or something, but like, I can, I feel like I talk to people and I can just tell if there's, I, you can just get the feeling okay, okay. and I can trust it right away. Your gut. Yeah. It's, it's the gut feeling that something's wrong here and they're not being truthful. Okay. Um, you know, and so the most you can do is ask and say like, Hey, is there something wrong? That's what I said. I was really upfront. And sometimes you have to be really brave in yeah. these situations and say, I really feel like you're not telling me everything. Is there something bothering you? Yeah. They said, no, we hung up. Two days later, call me furious, absolutely furious about it. Um, and all I can say is that I just, I wish they would have been honest with me. Because here is, this is something every um, entrepreneur and realtor needs to know. If your client or your person you're dealing with isn't communicating with you, they're talking to someone else about it. Mm -hmm. And that someone else does not know the whole story. So they only hear one side. Um, and so, cause that's what this person did. They went and talked with someone else mm -hmm. who was a realtor 20 years ago in another state with other laws. And, um, you know, it was really damaging. And in fact, what that other realtor told them made them not work with me anymore. Yeah. And so, you know, in that situation, you do what you can. You're not going to win them all. In fact, that's actually, in my opinion, a sign. I think it was actually, you taught me that the more rejection you get, the bigger your business is growing. Yep. And so, uh, you know, you can't be afraid of that, but, um, I feel like, I feel like those, those experiences have to happen too. Yeah. Like they, they, they have to happen because that's a, that's a, that's a way for Like everybody has their breaking point, right? Everybody mm -hmm. has their breaking point of, of where they get pushed to a limit in, in one area, whether it's stress or, um, um, dealing with a, a certain situation or how they deal with different problems and and everybody has that breaking point and the goal is to be able to deal with more and more and more with such a positive outlook but everybody does have that breaking point so yeah. the, whole, the whole reality is you're going to get pushed to reach a breaking point and you're going to break through that breaking point and then guess what your threshold for breaking point is now higher yeah. and you will always learn. Like if somebody's, it's like when we talk about if somebody's first deal, no matter what business you're in, your first deal, your first client, and it's the easiest one ever. Right. It sets a, it's, is that what happened to you? Yeah. 
it's it sets a tone where you're like, oh man, that was easy. Yeah. And it almost it's almost like a spoiled feeling as opposed to um, when you start out with the hardest transaction, like it's a good thing. Or yeah. if you start out losing three clients, like you learn a lot from that. It yeah. makes you learn fast, and you have to learn from those experiences because then, when when those experiences happen in the future. It's almost like a sacrificial lamb. Like you gotta, you have to have those happen. So then for the next 10 situations like that, you know how to deal with it. And something really important in my business, um, actually my grandpa taught me, was your commission is never yours until you have the check. Yeah, It's never yours. So you cannot get mad that you lost that that client. You can't because the money wasn't yours. Um, Also, kind of break down a little bit of a question you asked before mm-hmm. and kind of hone it in, maybe yeah. answer it better. Um, I'll give a quick little breakdown of a little thing is, you know, a lot of times in my uh, life, I use this little, you know, thing, the color code, right? Yep. Um, and there is a good way to break it down really fast. Okay. If your client is someone who is probably going to make a decision right now, they're normally one of two things, a red or a yellow, right? If they are someone who probably won't make a decision right away and need time, they're probably a blue or a white. Okay, that's the first thing you can do that really helps separate the folds right then and there. Okay. Um, if they make a decision and they're like, "Yeah, let's do it," and they were um, extremely um, casual, I think would be a good word about it. There's a great chance that person's a yellow. Yellow is, you know, more of the fun type. They're motivated by fun, and that's why they're a little more spontaneous and more likely to make split-second decisions. Yeah. Um, you know, or if they were a little bit more, um, what's the right phrase? Uh, you know, if they're red, they're typically, they're motivated, you know, by power, and that's not a bad thing. But, can tr- like, um, you know, they have their way, and they're going to do it. So they're, if their mind's made up, this is the way. Is, um, so... You use color code mm-hmm. when you meet clients, friends, family, everybody. Everybody. Is and it important? realtors on the other side of the transaction. Would you say, I mean, I, that's important to do because what you're doing is you're, you're essentially simplifying personalities. Yeah. And it's in, rather than trying to understand and analyze too in depth, you're just basically saying, okay, in color code, there's four colors, red, yellow, right. blue, and white. And if anybody wants to take a class, uh, Bryson's uh, mom, Chris, mm-hmm. does teach a t- uh, color code class. But basically you're saying, okay, I'm going to simplify this. I know the general personality traits of a red, yellow, blue, and white. And there's, def- there's different personality trait right. systems. And, and not everyone fits in four boxes yes. and blah, blah, blah. But, but you're, you're, you're simplifying it. Simple is effective. And you're mm-hmm. basically saying, okay, I'm in, in the first five minutes, would you say you can nail what somebody is? Absolutely. Okay, so you're basically saying, and I think this is important for any business. If you're not doing some form of this, mm-hmm. then how do you know how to interact with that person? Because it's like love language with yep. your relationship. You have to understand. I, was, I talk with my parents about love language. It's yeah. hilarious. Imagine my dad, oh my gosh, love yeah. language. Um, but it's like love language in, in a marriage. You have to understand that other person speaks a different langu- love language than, than you may speak, but mm-hmm. you have to be able to interact with them in their language or they're not going to understand you. It's like, right. it's straight up like language in real life. If, if someone's speaking Spanish to you, you don't know Spanish, then it's going to be hard to interact with them. Right. So with, with color code, you're basically just saying, okay, this is the general personality trait of this person. You got to pick it up. You should be. And how do you pick it up in the first five minutes? Is it? Little cues like that, like cues. what they say. If um, if they're really into, I mean, because here's the thing: those are the the motivating factors. You know, yellow's fun, red's power, um, white is peace. You know, and what's um, blue? 
they're emotionally driven or relationship driven um, connection. That's the right word. Okay. They're driven by connections. Um, you know, and so what people say in their first five minutes generally gives you really good cues of who they are. Mm-hmm. Even though they're normally not truthful, it's normally a little bit of a show or fake, Yeah, I think. Um, you know, but like if I meet a client and um, I'm like, so, um, you know, how long have you been looking for or thinking about buying a house? And they're like, oh, you know, sometime. They're probably a white. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, they don't want to give anything that's too, um, they don't, they just want peace. They want to yeah. be left alone in peace and just have things work. Like um, something my mom says all the time, and it's true, a white will back out of the deal at the very end just to get peace. If it becomes too stressful, they will leave. Even if they lose money. Yeah. Okay. My wife is a white through and through. Okay. Okay. I'm a red. When we were buying our house, you know, you were our lender, right? Um, one of the girls, uh, Leah, asked me for some extra documents. No big deal, right? My wife is like, we have to quit. Like, because I had to go to the bank because I'm self-employed. I had to get a copy of every check I've ever deposited over the Wait, last Wait, this is one we were doing your loan? Yes. And she was like, if this was her, she would have been done. Because the fact that Lauren, she, the fact that she would have to go to the bank, say, "I need a copy of all these checks, and I need to pay fifty cents for each one," <laughs> and then I have to go and take all these checks and scan them, and send them back to Leah. Okay, that would have been too much for her. Okay, so if you have a client who's like that, who's white, you are gonna have to do more work, because you're gonna have to be the one to step in and make it as peaceful as possible. So important. So important. Because I bet walk you away. there's so many people who look back at their their clients that they may have lost or have a bad relationship with and they they're like oh crap i should have dealt with that better so it's yep. so important because so essentially you're taking these clients and you're saying okay i recognize that personality even though it's not perfect right. you're basically saying this is their general personality type right. red yellow blue and white it, if you have some sort of system man that would change your business yep. and if you, if you don't you need to have and there's multiple different systems out there but bryson uses color code and and so essentially what you're doing is you're putting them in this thing you're saying okay you're red Okay, mm-hmm. then what's the next step? You know, if they're, it's great because I actually, so I'm a red, right? And I had a client who was really red. You're immediately, are you immediately trying to find, okay, because you've kind of read into this, yeah. you're basically saying, okay, even though it's not a perfect system, you're yeah. saying, if this person's a red, I need to, this is the best way to connect with them. Absolutely, because what does a red need? Power. Yes. You know, and so what do they want to do? They want to come in guns blazing and murder these people that they're putting in an offer. <laughs> you know, like, uh, I want the best yeah, deal. We're going to get the best deal. We're going to murder them. And we're going to get the new house that went on the market yesterday that's perfectly remodeled that needs to, be, I mean, but, but, you know, you have to be the one to let them, them figure out. You can't tell them. You have to let them figure out by presenting the information that that's not going to happen. Yeah. And they will. They'll figure it out. And then, you'll still be the boss. Like when I say the boss, I meant the man. Yeah. You're, you're their hero because they got to keep what's important to them, the power. They yes. made the call, but you educated them. Interesting. Okay, so what if you have, what if you have a yellow personality? Make so it as fun as possible. Okay. So what motivates Like give them? us an example. So, so you, you, yellow personality is more fun, free spirit, and a Theo. Yeah. Okay. So you have this, this yellow personality and you immediately know that. So what's your approach? And in, in say you just met this client, okay. okay? You just met them. And that's what's hard. For This is the hardest one for me is a, a yellow. Okay. Okay. Um, so if I am going out and making this with a yellow, something really good to do, and I do this with a lot of clients, but you can make this really fun with a yellow. 
um, is say, hey, I've got this crazy idea. I'm not going to show you any of the houses before we go see them. I'm just going to take you out. I've got five picked up already. I've got a little, I'm going to hand you this little sheet here or an iPad or something. You are just going to look at these houses, take a couple notes and like, we're going to, this is really fun to do too with couples and say, we're gonna and sit then down we're, over tacos and we're going to rank them and see if you guys match. Don't tell each other. You're playing game. Yeah. Don't tell each other what you're each number one and two, three Ooh, is. I like that game. And then it's funny. They never match. The number one is always different. And they always buy the wife's number one, generally. Really? If the man's smart, they'll buy the wife's number one. If the man is smart, we're going to splice that one up and you can put that on your Instagram. Right? So, okay, so let's say you have a, a white. white, or No, let's say a blue. Blue is more uh, motivated by your saying connection. Mm -hmm. So if you have a blue, you just met this client. Um, if you have a blue, draw any sort of connection you can with them. Um, you know, like, okay, for instance, like I can break down a couple of different personalities. Okay. Uh, if it's just a single dude, right? Maybe he likes sports. Great. Let's talk about some kind of sports team that we both Fi like. Finding it. Find it. If it's a husband and wife, oh my gosh, I'm married too. Let's go to dinner and ooh, connection, you know? Uh, if they have kids, boom, beeline to those kids. Nice. Because you're showing them that, because what is the most important thing to parents normally, hopefully? Kids. They're kids. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, oh my gosh. Who's Hold on. They've called me three times. Text them and say, listen to the, if you, if you need to talk to Bryson, go on to the Facebook page. Yeah. And we can chat here live three times. So do you know who that is? Yes. Can we talk about it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, that it's in, well, that's an interesting. Somebody who has called you three times in 10 minutes. Red. Red. You know. Mm -hmm. So now when you call them back, you're going to have a certain approach. Absolutely. Um, Do you see how we just did that? I know what she's calling about too. And well, I have the solution figured out already. Yes, yep. but, but, but they can't handle it. No, they need the answer right now. Like, here's a fun thing. Um, so I'm, I'm a very red personality. Um, and my escrow officer, Megan West, she knows that. Yeah. So on closing day, she will text me and say, I have the loan docs. Simple. Uh, the loan has funded. I'm sending to wire. You just need to know. I just need, to, if I don't hear from a title company, I don't think anything's happening. But you don't need this elaborate explanation. No, I just need to know something's happening. Red wants simple to the straight to the point. In fact, don't give me a big Maybe explanation. Maybe that's, you know, and you know I'm a red too. Yeah. But um, he, sorry to every, my dad always gives me crap because like he'll call me and he'll have his statement and I'll be like, okay, sounds good. Talk to you later. Yeah. For me, I, and everybody gets annoyed because I'm very quick to get off the phone yeah. because I'm on to the next thing. Like you said, yeah. and my wife who's watching, um, oh, I owe Addie. She literally saved her butt. Addie, that means Addie walked over and brought uh, Brittany ketchup because oh. I took the ketchup. But, Thanks, Addie. Um, but the, I, I'm always just straight to the point. Tell me what you need to tell me, yeah. and then I'm off the phone. Yeah. And people are like, you come on. I'm like, no, I just no. I heard what I need to hurt. I yeah. hear. I'm done. I yeah. move on. So this person obviously is meant maybe having a panic attack right mm -hmm. now because they need to hear your voice. Yes. Interesting. So, okay. So with a blue, you find a connection, you find that common ground and yep. that basically takes down their, their guard. Okay. If you have a white personality, white is driven by emotion, peace, peace, mm -hmm. peace. So if you have a white emotion, you just met this client. Okay. 
what's your first what's your first tactic because you're now when you're recognizing these personalities you're uh, immediately adjusting the way you're going to communicate with mm-hmm. them you're 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 speaking their language right. because that's how they're going to understand you. you have to be as unharsh as possible which is very hard for me mm-hmm. you know you have to be extremely i mean I don't want to say you have to sugarcoat things a little bit, but a little bit, you know, present things in a nice way. Um, Any conflict can just push them away. Um, And so a lot of times with white um, clients, you're going to have to do more work. Yeah. Because you're going to have to do things for them. And you know what? That's the name of the game. That's why you can be more successful than other realtors. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Let me tell you this. So I'm annoyed. I had this other realtor. Why are you annoyed? I was working on this deal with another realtor. Okay. And um, our appraisal, uh, I was a listing agent. It came in a thousand low. Okay, not a big deal, right? Okay. But my client's buying another house. It's a new build. They needed every dollar they could. Okay. From this, right? So what I said was to my client, I'll take five hundred dollar commit or a hit off my commission. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would never ever ask the buyer's agent. I think it's tacky to say like, hey, will you take a commission and cut two? Okay. I won't do it. You won't do it. No. Um, I mentioned to the other agent, I just said like, hey, um, I know our appraisal is low. We're going to go ahead and drop the price. I'm taking a $500 commission cut. You know, we're, we're going to get this squared away. And she said, oh, you're nice. I would never do that. Ugh. And I wanted to say, and that's why I've sold more houses than you. Mic drop. Yeah, because it's the truth. You know, it, the fact that you have that feeling towards your client that I would never do that for yeah. them shows that like the only reason that they're making money or you're making money is because of your client. Right. And no, I don't think you need to discount everything and, you know, become someone who just gives their business away. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But when your client is in a bind and you can provide a solution, why not be the one to provide the solution? Yeah. You know, cause now, um, you know, you, a, you turn into a hero. And that's what you want to be. Yeah. You want to be a hero. You want to be the one that made this happen um, because that is what they're going to tell their friends. Well, I think the, the important thing is it's just what, what are you driven by and, and are you are your customers truly first in your in your heart? Right. There's many times where we, you and I have saved deals and money was not, we were like, whatever it takes. And right. you, you either have that that mentality of whatever it takes. Yes, nobody wants to give away the, the hard-earned money that right. hopefully hard-earned, some people not hard-earned, but they don't want to give the hard-earned money that they're making. But at the end of the day, if the hard-earned money is only becoming, is coming because of the client, the, the main focus is whatever it takes to make the client happy because right. you should be thankful that that client is using you in the first place. Right. And it's, it, we see it every day. It's just, there's no whatever it takes. You need to have the mentality of, whatever it takes to make this person happy. And yeah, there's going to be road bumps and you'll have issues. And sometimes people may not understand why there's an issue and then might um, uh, emotionally react. It doesn't matter. You make them happy, whatever it takes to make them happy or mm-hmm. overcompensate the issue. If you have an issue that's right here on the scale, great. You better freaking make them happy with something up here to cancel this one out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, really quick. I want to play a game. Okay. For, uh, give me give me what comes to your mind when I say these things. Okay. Real estate related and okay. area related. Okay. Scottsdale. Pricey. Gilbert. Kind of pricey. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, Las Colinas. I have no thought enter my head. 
<laughs> that's your neighborhood. No. That's the golf course in your neighborhood? Yes. Okay. The Villages is my neighborhood. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Chandler. Okay. Phoenix. Diamondbacks. Nice. Yeah. Awatuki. Old. Travertine. Ugh. Nice. This is fun. I yeah. like this. Payson. Yeah. White Kitchen. White Kitchen on the way out. Mm. Granite. Better than Quartz. No. Granite is not better than Quartz. Granite is on the way out. Okay. Fair enough. It's your opinion. Yeah. I'll let you have it. Thank you. Three more. Okay. Ready? Artificial Turf. The best. Even if it's hot? Yeah. Even if it's 110 degrees? Absolutely. I stepped on it the other day and it was hot. I still love it. Okay. Fair enough. City of Queen Creek gives you a discount on your utilities every month if you uh, no, get turf. No way. Absolutely. Did not know that. And most cities do. Check into it. Really? Mm-hmm. That, that was good enough. Okay. If you have artificial turf, make sure to call your city and see if you can get a discount on utilities. Yep. Okay. Two more. Okay. Pool. In your backyard. Value. <laughs> I'm so stressed. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the hot Santan Valley. Up and coming. Okay. Last one. Okay. Dogs or cats? Oh, dogs. Why? I, I like something that likes me. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Uh, well, Bryson, we, we've come to an end for today's episode. Mm. I enjoyed it. Yep. Um, do you have anything else to add in regards to personalities or uh, recommendations for other individuals entering relationships or anything in general? Do we miss something that you think is of value to people to know about you, the way you approach business, um, or just anything about Arizona? First of all, Arizona is the best. Yes. It's the best. It is. And uh, flat out. have several people moving here from out of state and realizing that quickly. Really? Mm-hmm. We, we've, we, you've had a lot of clients from Utah. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a couple from California, too. And the number one place they're going, Queen Creek. Fun fact. Why? Um, prices are great. Area is awesome. Love the neighborhoods. Very good. Um, also, uh, something, too, that I just want to reiterate again that I've already said and you've said a bunch of times. Um, I really do think something that people don't fully understand, they hear it a lot, but don't fully get it until they try it out, is trust your gut. You're probably right. Over your head. Mm-hmm. Trust your gut. You're probably right. Because a lot of times your head and your gut are going to align. Yep. Well, most of the time, I think like your gut speaks from optimism mm-hmm. and your mind speaks from pessimism. Mm-hmm. Your mind will usually try to talk yourself out of your gut, but your gut is usually what is on the offense and your mind is usually on the defense. Yeah. And usually if you're on the defense at one point or another, you're just going to keep backing, backing, backing into a wall and then you will get your head cut off. If I trusted my mind, I would have been out of real estate three years ago. How so? What, what went through your mind three years ago? This is hard. It's hard to get started. It's hard to work for about three or four months without making any money. Yeah. You know, so, but if you trust your gut and you work hard, you have a little bit of luck on your side and you're smart. And you recognize the luck. It works out. You must recognize the luck and opportunity that comes into your <clears throat> into your path because then at that point you can capitalize on it. But 
No, I, I think you're right. I mean, you have to be on the offense. If you're, if you're going to try to do something, if you're going to try to be successful, if you're going to try, you're going to try anything. You have to be on the offense to make that happen because if yeah. you're not on the offense, you're not, you're not moving forward. If you're yeah. on the defense, you're moving backwards. If you're on the offense, you're moving forward. And I think a lot of people, um, I, I talk to so many people on a daily basis and it's, it's so interesting to see when people are on the offense, how, how much faster they move forward because yeah. it is just nonstop. They are going because if you do something with passion, if you do something that you're all in on, there's no reason why you will fail. Yeah. I, the only reason why somebody fails is because they move to their defense or they start talk their mind starts talking them out of it. Their mind starts saying, I need this or man, I need to go do this or this is this is not going to work out. There's no way. No, there's a way. Look how many people are successful. Yeah. You can be successful doing anything. People put, pick up dog poop and they're successful. They're probably passionate about the dog poop. They probably know everything about the dog poop. They probably, they, they're passionate about it. They're successful. Yeah. There's any business can be successful, but you have to be on the offense. Yeah. Agree. And Amen. you have to recognize personalities, yeah. which kind of sums up this whole show and what you're really good at. And if you, and, and you spoke at the women's council of realtors, yeah. um, they get a lot of information. They were loving you. <laughs> this young gun, this young gun up on the stage with these big arms. Uh, it was a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if anybody has any questions for Bryson or just want to pick a brain or network, um, Bryson is uh, a co-team leader with Max DeWitt at the Steadfast Group at Realty One, right? Mm -hmm. Did I say that right? Did yeah. I, I co-team leader? Is that the term for you? Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, but he he'd be happy to sit down and network. Bryson likes to network with a lot of people. So if you have any any anything where you just want to pick his brain or learn what he does follow him on social media yeah. great on social media very inter very interactive and oh we have an epic battle going on right now yeah. so tell everybody really quick before we sum it up what what do you do a lot and what what's going on right now so right now uh one thing i do a lot is like a march madness style bracket of uh, fun tournaments with the people vote on on instagram polls right now it is all-time favorite tv couple you're welcome um and <laughs> thank you andrew his idea uh, the final four, we have Nick and Jess from New Girl versus Pam and um, Jim from The Office. And then Monica and Chandler from Friends versus uh, April and Andy from Parks and Rec. Which is the dark horse right there. Yeah. Do you think they could take it? Right now, I think Monica and Chandler are winning. Uh, Monica and Chandler are winning that poll right now, last time I checked. Uh, I do believe the... Uh, the overall winner will probably be Jim and Pam. There's no because there's nobody better than Jim and Pam. I will say it'll this. come down, in my opinion, to Monica and Chandler versus Jim and Pam. So if you want to vote, you get you get what two hundred votes, two hundred at least votes minimum. Minimum. Um, Monica and Chandler have received more votes than anyone else for really? the whole tournament. You're so, keeping track. Oh, always. I want to when, know when's finale are. tomorrow. Tomorrow. So. If you you guys need to see what, what Bryson does, he's very interactive on social media and he spends a lot of time on social media because he recognizes that's his that's his thing. Yeah. So you're yourself, you're speaking your truth, you're doing your thing, you're being yourself, hence why you're successful. You have fun doing it. Yeah. The contests are fun, but he's very interactive. Go check him out on Instagram uh, today because the finale the, the fin finale, is, finale tomorrow. is tomorrow for the final vote, which is in reality going to come down to Monica and Chandler versus uh, Jim and Pam. Yeah. What's going to be your next contest? Secret. Oh, Never revealed Brittany, before. Brittany vs. Monica and Chandler. Good job, it's Brittany. It's going to be an epic bat yeah. battle. Um, we don't need a secret? You can't even tell us? No. I've got it already. You put a lot of work into that. Yep. You have to design all the photos, all that stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on the show. 
Thank you for You've having been awesome. me. Awesome. If anybody wants to learn about personalities, um, recognizing personalities, because I promise you it'll help you in your life and business. We're reaching out to Bryson. Um, find them on social media, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you want to look. Um, let's give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Empire West Title. There. A Bodden from Insurance Professionals of Arizona, and then Yvonne Hunt from Platinum Home Warranty. You guys are awesome. Thank you for always sponsoring the show. This show is brought to you by me, Andrew Augustiniak, the branch manager at the Augustiniak team. Uh, if you have any questions on home financing, refinancing, anything that you're looking to do with residential real estate, uh, reach out to me. Thank you to Lister Pro Studio for always producing an awesome show. Thank you to Farai, my man, who's back in town and got the good studio working. Mm-hmm. So this is it was more casual. I don't mm-hmm. I don't like the table as much. Yeah. I like to sit down sit down and relax. Um, and if you haven't subscribed to our Apple podcast, make sure to go on your Apple phones and subscribe. This is how I built it a story about local entrepreneurs, small businesses and their triumphs, um, failures, successes, everything that goes along with, with, with the hustle. Um, it's easy to go listen to, you know, fortune 500 CEOs who have these elaborate stories, which are very motivational, but it's always, we can't forget the local entrepreneurs or small businesses and those stories because it's, it's, uh, it's easier to connect with those people because yeah. they're here. They're, they're here in, in the battlefield as we speak. So right. make sure to subscribe. Um, this show should be up, uploaded probably by today or tomorrow, but we have a lot of good shows from the past couple of weeks and we have a lot of good guests coming on next week. We have the sun's DJ Phoenix sun's DJ. Awesome. Yes. Gonna talk some DJ stuff, some music. I'm going to get in here, awesome. rock it out, <laughs> dance a little bit. Um, but you guys have a great weekend. We'll catch you next week. How I built it. Thank you.